Welcome to the Confessions of a Loveaholic podcast. Join me, your host, Emmy Hernandez, on a journey where we help women heal and find soulmate love to help rewire their brain and nervous system so healthy love is on the radar and it feels like home instead of heartbreak. Whether you've found your soulmate or your journey is just beginning, we'll explore the energy healing practices like meditation, yoga, and have straight talk about toxic addictions. You deserve safe love. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Girl Talkie Mas. I am here with my girl Ruby. Hello, everybody. You guys, we have a very special guest with us today. I want you to meet David Carvajal. He is going to come and talk to us about his very special project he is doing um, about men's mental health. And David, mm-hmm. welcome to Girl Talkie Mas podcast. Thank you guys for having me. I'm, I'm very excited. Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. We're really excited to have you. Um, you know, when you reached out on the Girl Talking Must page, I told Marissa, I was like, Marissa, we have to interview him. Like, this is really cool. Uh, the same day that you shared that video, I watched it and it was just, you know, I was like, we have, to, we have to, yeah, mm-hmm. we have to learn a little bit more about this. Yeah. <laughs> let's and, talk, and talk about, about the it. girl side, you know, yeah. and it's like, let's get a man's perspective. Yeah, that's actually... That when I when I saw you guys' thing, I'm like, yeah, hey, that's pretty cool. Let me see. <laughs> I want to know what your perspective was on mm-hmm. the female side on the film too. I'm like, because there's the, the male perspective, but what you guys took away from it is it's always a good contrast. Yes, for sure. And before we dive deep into um, uh, "Smile Now, Cry Later," um, which is the name of of your film, um, mm-hmm. we want to learn more about you. Um, tell us where you're from and kind of how you got into into doing this and the passion behind this project. So I'm originally from uh, the Rio Grande Valley. I'm from Mission, Texas, little 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 nowhere town. Um, and I found myself here in San Antonio a couple of years ago. And I got involved with this project uh, with the director Keanu Cordeo uh, because he we had done a project together. Like we did a little action film, uh, which is primarily all I was doing is kind of like action based stuff and. Mm. Uh, I had started to kind of get the yearning for for doing something really grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't done anything emotional like that before. Um, it was always it was always Robin Banks, you know, shooting up. <laughs> wow. Do you play the typical Latino <laughs> in all the movies? You know, I, I've tried. It, 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 I, I found myself there. I found yeah. myself there. It yeah. happens. I know. <laughs> I found myself there. And I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, I needed some reality-based stuff. And Keanu showed me the script. And he actually he actually wanted me to play the brother originally. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. He, he originally wanted me to play the brother, and then I read the script. And I was like, "Look, man, um, I'm either gonna be Joey, and we're gonna audition for this, or I, you know, that's it." And fortunately, he he gave me the chance. He he took a shot on me, and uh, I was able to I was able to earn the role for Joey there. And, and so all all thanks to Keanu for giving me that shot. That Wonderful. is so awesome. And is that, so are you, are you an actor? Is that your background kind of like, which, which is so, that your, like your drive of what you're doing? No, I'm kind of a little bit of a, I guess a jack of all trades master. Nice. Of, I, I primarily write my film, produce them. Uh, I'll direct some of them. Uh, mm-hmm. But this one specifically, Keanu wrote, Keanu directed. 
I just acted and produced in. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to take a little bit of the, the, the weight off of a lot of producing, but mm-hmm. found my way back into it with him. That's I really, awesome. I love it too much. So <laughs> what, what pulled me in when I was watching, um, actually the part of the, when I was watching the trailer at first was the importance of men's mental health and, and how we need to recognize it more and especially like in our community like in our hispanic community yeah the latino community i feel like it's like you know and it's and it's kind of like a almost with everybody but especially with the men in our families like you don't talk about Mm -hmm. it you don't show it Mm -hmm. you don't show your feelings you don't you don't cry you don't make any of that known so so tell me a little bit more about like being you know playing the part that you played and you did have to show a lot of emotion and be very emotional um in that state yeah. so so how was that and what's re, did you connect to it at all personally like how did you kind of bring that character to life i, I connected with it you're, you're right on the money there because keanu who wrote the film he said you know he was he, he it's a little bit kind of a off of him you know he, he couldn't mm. show that much emotion with his with his father with his brother mm. you know, outcasted and where i really resonated with the character was the guy really was in touch. He was in touch with his mental health because he liked to journal. Mm-hmm. He was really That's trying to keep it together. And where I, I used that is I made this I made this project on Spotify um, the year before. And mm-hmm. my, myself writing that project, I was just trying to get myself out of a funk. I, I found myself in, in, in Nowheresville myself, you know, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I had to basically write myself out of that mindset um mm-hmm. and i remember when i finished writing that project i just felt this weight just get lifted right off of me um so the journal journey the, the character in the film journaling that resonated with me i was like okay. I, I need to do that um in terms of the personal aspect of it i kind of created the rest of it from there um because personally I, I i didn't go through what that character went through i, right. I with funny thing, i didn't even do drugs so that's that was kind of the <laughs> The funny thing too is just creating, mm-hmm. creating that that sort of character and talking a lot to Keanu, because Keanu's personal life really was inspired. It was by part him. of that, yeah, yeah. Like he felt uh, his relationship with his father and, and mm-hmm. how those things made him feel. And I feel like that like is this so important to bring out? Like I love that you said journaling was something that mm-hmm. you have taken in because. Um, mm-hmm. Ruby and I have both went we through love these, it. like yeah we love it we, <laughs> we love, love journaling we've been through these life transitions over the last few years in our lives and journaling I want to say like literally I feel like saved me and like creating mm-hmm. like doing like yeah. my creative side that I get to do which is this podcast and creating stuff yeah. for the brands that I get to work with on my platform and um and like so I feel like when you said journaling and you just kind of like getting yourself out of that funk thank God you were strong enough to make that decision for yourself and do that. Because I feel like so many people can get lost, and so so you know, and and me, you know, a lot of our a lot of our men, you know, in, in you know, in our community, can get lost in that in between stage yeah. of when you're when you're somewhere where you're in a funk, and how do you get out of it, you know? Yeah. And and how do you how yeah. do you navigate that? Yeah, it's been real. Yeah, where I where it really touched me is um, I have a lot of personal friends who I've I've lost in the community to that and it's mm, yes. it really it's really unfortunate because it's like man if, what could have been put together for them yes. you know what i mean like what could have been put in front to try to mitigate some of those emotions and mm-hmm. trying to have the discernment of you know these emotions they're meant to serve me but not control me and it's That's it's a big thing. awareness that you have to take you have to practice it and then you have to put it into action mm-hmm. 
Well said, so, David. That is very well said. And uh, what what feedback have you guys received from men about this film and how you guys portray that? They like the honesty uh, mm-hmm. and the portrayal of it, especially when the character is is with his with his romantic interests and he yeah. together. Um, and there's been you know moments in my personal life where I'm I'm out to dinner. And, you know, I'm supposed to be help celebrating a birthday. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I'm like, man, I, I, I got to, I look pissed off and I'm, I'm about to break down and I could not tell you why. Oh, um, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I really got with that where the character is just trying to be with this person that he, that he loves and mm-hmm. uh, he just can't, he can't keep it together. It's inside the wheels are turning just a, a little too, a little too fast and where he can control. Mm-hmm. So the honesty there and, and that approach and, as well as the the medicinal aspect of, of taking LSD, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and how that how that helps. You know, what I'm remembering we had we were at the San Antonio Film Festival mm-hmm. and, uh, just the other day. We had somebody who was telling us about how shrooms had just really completely changed their relationship with their sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, she was going through a lot of mental health issues, and she started doing microdosing. And how that's just dramatically improved her 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 living and yeah. everything around her. And- yeah, wow. something that's something that's so taboo or was so taboo mm-hmm. you know, before. Um, I feel like you know me being in the industry that I'm in right now, we see it a lot where people use it for medicine and for mm-hmm. you know, the mental health and things like that. So, um, but of course, Hispanics really <laughs> don't believe in that. But yeah, uh, but yeah, there's definitely. Um, some help and me personally I really liked also that you know that character that woman figure didn't give up on you um, yeah that's and right. I really like that you know because I feel like it's always helpful to have a woman that's there to like help you as uh-huh. well get through it so yeah. I really like that, that part of um, of the film as well thank you yeah no I think what I like what Keanu did with that is uh, our, our goal is to have every role matter Every, every mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. specifically is is the woman representation in the film is yeah you know not having her be just my character's love interest but you know mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. The, the the person who played her actually like really she makes an imprint on the film and on the character she helps yeah. push the story forward exactly because that's also that's also you know even in our level of filmmaking it's the female representation is is not where it should be mm-hmm. absolutely yeah mm-hmm. and we yeah we've spoken to a lot of so we've interviewed so many so many people that have mm-hmm. felt that way about it too it's uh i have i have two daughters and uh Ooh. and i was at a i was at a screening once and you know I, I saw the majority of films and how some of the women were being treated and i'm yeah. like if I, if I was my daughter <laughs> at the festival, i wouldn't want to audition for any of these fucking Mm-mm. Yeah, a lot of our actress, our friends that are actresses, um, uh, they they go through this. Um, we've interviewed a few of them, and they they've gone through it their whole career. I mean, some of them have been in this industry for twenty years, and they're always in the same roles, you know, like the same type of roles. And it's just like, at this point, in, you know, at this point in time, it's like something has to change, you know. Yeah, and that's one of the. I mean, I never want to write a role that I, I don't know anything of, so we're always getting the input. Mm-hmm. But also, too, I'm always a big proponent on, hey, we've got to, 
so I, I was only really able to negotiate myself into certain areas because I, I took control of my, of my, I guess, creativity early on and decided I'm only going to work on things I produce. That's amazing. And, you know, just yeah, so you have a hand in it and you have like a, some, a little bit of control, you know, a little bit of input. Absolutely. And, and that's my biggest recommendation. It's just what it takes is it's a different kind of involvement. It's uh, it's more than just showing up on set that day and working. It's really yes. having the director by the hand saying, hey, brother, I'm here with you the whole ride. And, you know, with that trust, that collaboration, they'll start trusting your input. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. It goes beyond, you know, Instagram posts and everything like that. You got to be there for the director when he's down. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. really help produce every aspect of it yeah do you do any writing at all yourself like like as a blog or thinking of a book or anything like that yeah I, I write a lot so I write a lot but I write a lot of my own screenplays um I wrote a I wrote a it's, I guess it's referred to as an audio book because uh, I've mm. written three books that I have on Amazon um, oh okay and I was writing my four. Yeah, I never promote them. I promoted them a long time ago. <laughs> Years went by. Uh, but then I was writing my fourth book. It's called Riot and Cell Block 95. And it's about mental health because I, I was in a I was in a really dark place when I was writing that. Not like oh, wow. everything outside was great. That's the that's the irony. Everything outside here was mm -hmm. sunshine and rainbows. It's really just, you know, the things that you live with. Um, yeah. And I was writing the story and it was it it was about uh, these two characters trying to break out of a prison. And the, the allegory was, you know, the prison really is just, it's just this mental place. And mm -hmm. I was going to release the book, but we put it on Spotify and we put sound effects and it really, it's, it's a movie. It's basically an audio movie on Spotify now. And it turned into a whole different Oh, thing. wow. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's called Riot and Cell Block 95. If anybody wants to check it out. It, it, and when it, did you do that? 2021. 2021. Oh, okay. Nice. So right after, during like COVID still. Mm -hmm. Right after COVID. Yeah, right yeah. after COVID. It was right after COVID. And uh, it, fortunately, I, I think this is, I think one thing that men, specifically on, on the on the men's mental health, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the only way to get out is you gotta, you gotta, you gotta buckle up. You gotta get to work and you gotta swing. You know what I mean? Like if you're down and you're just focused on being down, you're going to stay down. Um, yeah. You have Absolutely. to write. Yeah, yeah, and I think the importance, like we were going to um, ask you about Smile and I'll Cry, cry Later. What, we just want to hear a little bit more, like if you can give everybody like kind of like a synopsis of it um, without giving it away. But I also wanted to touch on the power of the human connection in that in that movie and how that helped. Like you said, like how like how Ruby said, like I really loved how the woman stayed by his side mm -hmm. um, and helped him through it. So can you kind of just give everybody without kind of giving it away just from your perspective of, of what it kind of entails yeah. yeah so my character joey he's basically he's beginning to start to feel a lot of the the waves of, of grief because he's had he's had his his father pass away and he didn't get to reconnect um he also had a falling out with his brother because of where he is in life and is where his brother was in life and just that that machismo aspect yes heavy in his family um, and this character is just trying to find his way through that grief because the last conversation he had with his father was about his brother. Yeah. And he, and he ignored the phone call. Um, so he's basically living with that guilt of, of not being able to, to talk to his father um, and, or his mother in this kind of situation. So he, has, he basically medicates his way into that, mm -hmm. into that closure. 
I don't remember seeing a mother character. Was there a mother character at all? It was very brief. Yeah, she's okay. played by Stormy Lopez. It was a very brief scene where we see the mother, and, and it kind of answers the question as to why the father, why, yeah. why Joey's so reserved initially, because the father mm -hmm. just let him walk away. You know, conflict, the mother brought conflict to the father, and he just, he's like, no thanks. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Got yeah. it. Okay. Shout out to Stormy. She, she killed that role. For, it was like a 20 minute shot. And, wow. And I think they, they filmed for like 20 minutes and they were done. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Nice. She understood so, the role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She understood the role. She got it. I mean, everybody in the film is amazing. Like you guys are yeah. a set of, of really great actors and it just, it gives, it gives us inspiration and hope to hopefully we see you guys in more films as, you know, as you grow into the industry. What do you kind of hope people take away from, from this, from this film? And, or what do you think the, the director and writer hopes people walk away with, with knowing? I hope they walk away with hope, you know, that if they're in that place, whether you do it with some sort of, with some sort of, you know, LSD, marijuana, mm -hmm. you know, or, or you do it by journaling, um, actively getting your way out however you get it that there is a way out and yes yeah. you know it doesn't always mean it's over mm -hmm. it's always going to be there but now you're just you're you're that much stronger mm -hmm. the time it comes around um, nice so i'm really hoping to take, take a lot of hope out of there yeah yeah absolutely and i think like i said i think it just means everything like coming from you know like you said you were you've been in dark places at, at points in times of your life, you know, where you thankfully have gotten yourself out of it. And, and just, so just hearing that from another Hispanic male, you know, to the Hispanic community, like, I mean, yeah. we, we just kind of want to like, like, we want to, we want to take care of them, you know, like we got to, you know, we got to mm -hmm. let them know we're there for you, you know, and we, we, you know, we understand that you have feelings and you're allowed to cry and you're allowed to feel these emotions yep. and there are people and, and ways to help, you know, to, to get you through it. So. Yeah. And yeah. ultimately too, you know, depending where, where, where you fall spiritually, but, you know, like going to the cross, you know, like yes. they leave it at the cross, you know, that's, yeah. that's why you went there. Mm -hmm. um, we can take it there. We can put it down and we can move forward. That, that, that's my, that's my walk at least. There yes. Yes. God I understand. Is that's where I can put it, but I got to do the rest. So he, yeah. he's been giving me that, that place to put it. But I, I got to do everything else. The rest falls on in my actions. And yeah. My and that's the thing. We we have to take responsibility for ourselves because we can't just let everything um, fall apart. Um, right. Like you said, right. we're parents to, you know, fathers, mothers. We have to be able to hold ourselves accountable as well and, and help, you know, and do something for ourselves to get us out of it. Exactly. Yeah. That, that brought me to like, when, when you say that, it reminds me of my mother, you know, so like... Um, <laughs> You know, going, you know, Hispanic family, you know, uh, and, you know, her and my dad just button heads and, yeah. you know, those times that my dad wasn't home and she was just holding it together with her, with her two jobs and her three mm -hmm. kids. Wow. And just seeing her pissed off, but she's yeah. keeping it together. She's, she's working through the tears and then they end up working it out, but just her strength there too. And also yeah. too, you know, I, I have a lot of my father's stubbornness myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, <laughs> to the character, it helps out a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah this makes sense i think that's just part of like you know a lot of um men have like you know like maybe that stubborn that stubborn gene yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> they sprinkle that in there a little bit too much yeah. I, think it's, I think it's just a latino sazon the latino yeah. there you go they just like popped it off and it just <laughs> they, didn't even, they took the, took oh. the cap right off yeah <laughs> 
Oh my god! It's like cooking. There's no, there's no, uh, what do you call it? There's no measurement. Yeah, yeah. no measurement, no measurement. <laughs> <laughs> with the salt, you know, it just there's never enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, congratulations but- for mm-hmm. being um in this film, and um most importantly, like thank you for spreading uh the word of awareness. of bringing of awareness to to men's mental health. Um, tell okay. everybody where they can follow you, how they can see the film, um, and all that, so they can connect. Yeah, so um, a lot of my stuff, uh, you can find me on Instagram at David M. Carbajal 34. Um, I post a lot of where the film is going to be. I think we, we just finished our local run here in San Antonio. Nice. Uh, San Antonio Film Festival. So next up, we got Austin, a couple of those festivals. We won't have any nice. of those dates until next month, but that's the next town that we'll be yeah to, to spread the message at. Okay, so when does the film come out? We don't have a release date yet. We're, okay. we're going to do the run first. We're going to we're going to keep running it and then uh we'll, we'll have a, like a, a whole release a whole Got it. release going on with it once it's completely out. It's 45 minutes so Okay. That's awesome. Well, let us know when yeah, you have more know. information because we will <laughs> definitely blast that for you. Um mm-hmm. but I love that you that you came on to the podcast with us and and talked to us about this and it was like so wonderful meeting you. Um I had no idea you were in San Antonio. I would have definitely come out in support if I knew you were at the film festival. So oh, it's okay. Next, next time, uh, let us know. Ruby's in LA. If you make it to LA, <laughs> we will. That's that's the hometown of Keanu. So okay. oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Keanu's the director's hometown. So nice. and I'm sure it's going to find its way over there. Somewhere. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it belongs. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> sounds great yeah nice to meet you david and like marissa said you know i second everything she's saying um thank you and keanu for bringing awareness to immense mental thank uh, you yeah, i appreciate well. you guys mm-hmm. having me able to talk about that yes thank you so much all right guys thank you for listening to this episode of girl talk Dimas. we are on latina podcasters network make sure you are following latina and latino podcasters network for all your favorite podcasters we'll see you guys soon thank you bye-bye